Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Freshen Up Energy. Listen, y'all know I'm a busy guy, and sometimes I need a bit of a boost, which is why I turn to Freshen Up Energy. With 100 milligrams of caffeine derived from coffee beans, vitamins B, C, and D, and zero sugar, Freshen Up has become my new go-to for getting things done. But hey, if you're new and want to try it yourself before getting a 30-serving dub, get yourself the four-star tube set with flavors such as blue raspberry, cherry blossom, more cherry, and freedom berry to see which one you like the most. With 15 flavors now and more on the way, I'm sure you'll find the one you love soon. And don't forget to use promo code PLUMES10 at checkout to save 10% of your order. And hey, if we get enough out there, maybe we'll even see a Plumes-themed flavor in the near future. Thinking something like Over the Moon for the name. But that promo code again is PLUMES10, and thank you to Freshen Up Energy for helping me bring this show to you. Without further ado, let's begin the episode. Welcome to Plumes Cast. My name is Seth, aka Phantasmo Plumes. I'm coming to you pre-recorded from the Observatorium. As always, I thank you for tuning in today. Now, before I get started in here today, first and foremost, I do want to kind of apologize in advance, even though I'm not sure if it's going to happen because I'm recording this live and the numbers going up and up as I talk. However, uh, if you can't tell, my voice is a little bit weak. I'm currently fighting a little bit of an illness. Don't know what the fuck's going on with me. I think it's mainly been the changing of the seasons again. Not because, you know, it's finally winter. No, it's finally gotten cold in Georgia. And anytime the weather drops or goes up like 20-some-odd degrees, my sinuses always fuck with me for a little bit. And I think that's what this is. However, I will also say I've been out and about, out and about, out and about a lot here recently. Um, mainly because getting presents, seeing family and friends over the past holiday, you know, really just out in public where people are coughing freely into the air without wearing a mask. And it's like, dude, I'm, I guarantee you, I will have my, you know, fully political podcast episode probably here sooner than later. I've actually been talking to Mahoro about that one a little bit, but all I can say is if you are out and about sick and you're not at least wearing a mask or you're giving people, like, dirty looks who are wearing masks, dude, you are, like, the worst kind of people. <laughs> you know, and I I understand at the end of last podcast, right, I was definitely heated, you know, to a certain degree about people. And I promise you I'm not going to allow myself to get that heated again, you know, today, mostly because I'm recording this one by myself for the first time in a while. But more importantly, I just, like, even going out today, you know, I'm wearing my mask, I want to go pick up some extra medicine, like, I had this one dude just basically glare at me for wearing a mask, like, as I'm adjusting it, as he's coughing, and I'm just like, dude, like, that's sick, what, it's not even a part about wearing a mask or anything like that, it's just, if you're gonna cough freely... And not even, you know, cover your mouth or anything? Like, of course. I don't know what the hell you got on you. Like, and it's not about, 
oh, the government is restricting our freedoms or anything like that. Or, you know, they're blocking, they're sending 5Gs to corrupt our brains. You know, whatever the hell they're feeding out, you know, that side of the news channel. But, <laughs> like, genuinely speaking, I don't care what side on the political spectrum you align on. I want you to know, if you get me sick, I'm going to be pissed at you. <laughs> so please, you know, unfortunately, it is flu season once again. As temperatures get colder, you know, diseases live longer. You know, the 15 minutes that they exist outside of our mouth it is a little bit extended because of the colder temperatures, allowing them to thrive a little bit more. So please, do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. Mask up. Take medicine if you're sick, and if you can, stay home when you can. I know a lot of us, unfortunately, um, lost out on having any kind of COVID-esque protection where if you got COVID, you know, you're allowed to work from home for two weeks. I understand that's kind of been removed for a lot of different places, and it's crazy to me that that has, you know, happened when COVID cases are back on the rise, but, you know, it... Really just is one of those things where do what you need to do to protect yourself. You know, look into building a air purifier. You know, it's a very cheap thing to get done where all you have to do is you take a air filter that you would use in your AC unit, similar to the one you just stick out of the wall. You take one of those, you tape it to a box fan, and you're good to go. You know, that helps. That purifies stuff. It's not, you know, it doesn't have to be like a $50 purchase. It could just be, you know, a $20 one. But, and it, I will say this too, walking around Walmart, I have seen box fans and all on, you know, uh, low or rollback. That's what they call it. When they have their prices even lower. Or Amazon Basics has one that's pretty cheap. Get yourself something like that. Build yourself something small. And do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Because... Bro, I'm going to be real with you, no one else is probably going to take care of you, you know, in a good way, except for your friends and your family and your partner, which is a great segue to a little section I want to talk to for a little bit, or talk about for a little bit. Uh, guys, the sweetest fox wife is probably up in the air right now. And I mean, <laughs> I should I should clarify, she is perfectly fine. She is probably most likely on her way to California listening to this. And I am most likely on the subway heading home after dropping her off listening to this. But um, this is like the first time in our, you know, over two-year relationship that we have really been apart for, you know, more than a couple of days Really, it seems like we really moved in together. You know, there's been one exception to that, and that's when I was traveling, not last year, but the year before. You know, I went to Tennessee for an Epicor conference. I was there for, you know, probably four days, about the same length that she's going to be gone in California. And, you know, <laughs> it just feels weird to me. It feels really weird knowing that I'm going to be sleeping by myself for you know, in the next couple of days, because I've gotten so used, like, every night we cuddle, I love that about our relationship, I love the fact that, like, you know, when it's all said and done, I wake up in, like, I wake up in the morning in that woman's arms, and I fall asleep, you know, with her in my arms, it's nice, it's warm, it's comforting, 
And I promise for all my single listeners out there that are listening to this, I won't gush about her for long. But I, you know, it's going to throw me for a loop. I'm thankful, however, though, she is leaving. And if the next time you see me on twitch.tv slash phantasmaplumes, if you haven't seen Long Cat, all right, Long Cat is a four foot long plush. It's basically a body pillow of a cat, like a Squishmallow-esque cat. This dude is my replacement for the time being. <laughs> like, I haven't told the fox wife this, but here's, like, this is the crazy part about how we both function. You know, she has a plush that I gave her very early into our relationship. It's a golden retriever. It's a, she calls it Pup Seth. And usually what I do is I take some of my cologne and I spray it on him. So that way, you know... Anytime away, she can, like, smell my cologne. She can hug on to him. Like, everywhere we have gone as a couple, she has brought Pup Seth with her. You know, when we went up to uh, North Carolina, Pup Seth came along. And, you know, unfortunately, she's going to have to leave Pup Seth here. But thankfully, that same Valentine's Day, I bought her a smaller version of Pup Seth. And it was, I think the intention was I wanted one to stay in the car. And the other one to uh, go with her wherever she goes. But she is bringing mini pup Seth along with her. She has already sprayed him with my cologne. So in return, <laughs> I am going to take some of her deodorant. <laughs> and I'm going to spray long cats. <laughs> because, dude, like, it it's going to throw me for a loop. I am a creature of habit. And... If I don't get, like, something to hug up against... Like, I realize now, you know, because she has her own car now, I don't have to drive her into work, which means sometimes I can sleep in instead of, you know, immediately going straight into the office or going to the gym. Like, sometimes I'll just uh, choose to sleep for an extra 30 minutes. And when she, you know, leaves out the door, I grab, you know, Long Cat or Pup Seth... And I cuddle them because I need some kind of warmth to sleep with. Like, I have gone my adult years, right, without having a teddy bear or anything like that for a long while. I had one when I was younger. I still have Mr. Bear, you know, my teddy bear from when I was like a bit, like one years old. I had one year, should be the proper language for it. But I still have that dude. He still sleeps, you know, or he still sits in my bedroom. And I fully intend, when the fox wife and I have kids, to give that bear to my little homie and be like, here you go, my little dude. And he'll be like, ah, thanks, dad. It smells like you. And I'll be like, ah, that's weird. You shouldn't be talking. You're like one year old. <laughs> but then again, it's our kid. He's going to be smart. <laughs> He's just going to have the common sense God gave a duck. And I'm already feeling bad for them in advance. <laughs> Anyway, I just really want to give a shout out to the Fox Wife. Honey, I hope you're, you know, comfortable in your seat. You're enjoying your flight. You're excited for your travels. Like, please, please know that I am waiting for you back at home with open arms. But until then, enjoy your trip. Have fun. Tell, you know, your friends and her family that I say hello. If they're listening to the podcast, hi. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> we need to play Gartic Phone again. But genuinely, 
have fun. I will be perfectly fine. You know, we will take care. I will take care of the cats, you know, and most of all, I will be waiting for you. Know I love you and know that I will be looking forward to your phone call whenever you have a chance. But anyway, on the topic, actually, one more bit too. I do just want to give one major compliment to my partner. Um, Honey, I just want to say you have grown so much over these past couple of years. And the fact that you have the courage and the determination and really just the will to go do something like this says so much about how much you have come and know that like, this is why I'm urging you to go on this trip as much as you can or as much as I can, because really I want you to keep growing from here. This is just your first step. Maybe you'll go out there and have such a fun time and figure out some more things about yourself and then come back and be like, baby, I want to do X, Y, and Z. And I'll be like, yes, let's do it. And then we go do it and we have a fun time and we continue to grow together. But seriously, I am so proud of you for taking the chance to do this experience. And I don't think you give yourself enough credit in me saying that. But that is all to say that is a great lead off to today's topic, which is talking about, you know, New Year's resolutions and setting goals for 2024. Because straight out, you know, for... A number of people, 2024 is a scary year. You know why? Because the bullshit from 2023 has carried over. 2024 does not look to be a good year already. You know, for some places in the world, there's been natural disasters already off the scale. Um, For certain people, or for the U.S., people are freaking out that it's an election year. And already, there's been drama between... You know, President Biden talking about the January 6th insurrection, you know, and stirring the pot already and getting Trump supporters all in a frenzy. On the same day, you know, U.S. Supreme Court has announced that they're going to look into whether or not President Trump or former President Trump can be on the ballot again after all the bullshit that he's done. And the fact that it has to go to a Supreme Court to even be voted on does not inspire me with hope. I'm going to be honest with you, you know, just based off of the student loan shenanigans from last year and how much we saw that each of the, you know, justices have been embezzled. I I have a feeling Trump's going to be on the ballot this year and it's just going to be a clusterfuck, but that's okay. You know why that's okay? It's okay because Unfortunately, we can't control that. We can't make those decisions that the White House ends up making, you know, or the presidential leaders end up deciding upon, or really anybody else but ourselves. You know, the big thing that I want all of you to try and, you know, take and incur and like really use to build yourself this year is realize that unfortunately. There's a lot of shit going on in the world that we want to help the world with, but we can't always make a difference when we are not 100% ourselves. And in that, I want you to be a little bit more selfish this year. Because, now let me rephrase that a little bit, because I don't want you going out there and being like, man, fuck everybody else, it's all about me, 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 and just like shoving people out of the way. No, no, we already have enough assholes in society as is. 
But what I mean is I applaud your commitment to try and change the world for the better. And I'm partly speaking to myself in this too, but I applaud your commitment to trying to make things better for the world around you. However, you need to be able to build upon yourself before you can make actual tangible changes to the world around you. Understand what you can do at the micro level that can impact the macro level. For example, the Starbucks boycott, you know, talking about how they gave a shit ton of money for Israel. And in return, they got boycotted and stocks fell, I think, about 20%. You know, that is a successful boycott. That was a successful protest. And please, do not allow your voice to be silenced this year. Stand proud about what you believe in and, more importantly, the things that need to be spoken about. Speak up about Palestine. Speak up about, you know, thing, like problems that you see in the workplace. Speak up about, you know, homelessness. Do the things that you can do within the local level to make a difference. But do not let the stresses of the world slow you down. You know, it's a very delicate balance to be aware of what's all going on and not allow it to crush you. Because unfortunately, you know, with how terrible everything is going on around us, it's hard to think about ourselves and hard to think about the things that we need to do when we look around us and see the flames rising. However... I want you to be a little bit selfish and realize that you can't impact the macro without taking care of yourself first. And that's why I want you to focus on yourself this year. You know, I want to work with you to build goals that allow yourself to, you know, really take off running. That if you want to be the change that you want to see in the world, then this is your first step. You know, I want you to, instead of setting goals necessarily, I want you to have goals. I have goals that I will walk through with you. However, I want you to set intentions more than just goals, you know, and I want you to be very focused about them. You know, a lot of people at the beginning of the year, they say they want to lose weight, but they don't have like a tangible number assigned to them or a certain regimen that they want to do, you know. And it ends up becoming colluded over time where it's like, oh, well, I just want to lose weight. Well, losing a pound up. Oh, hey, I, I did it. You know, that's great. Now, I will say this. If you, you know, end up going the whole year and you only lose a pound, that's still something to be very proud of. I don't want to demonize that. However, if you go the year and you start off by saying, I want to lose weight and you end up just kind of, you know, jumping between fad to fad to fad to fad, and you give up on trying to eat healthy, and then you get back into it, and then you give up again, you know, that's not healthy. That's not the way you ought to go about setting goals or intentions for that matter. Now, I know everybody has cheat days. Everybody has those moments where they're like, oh, I just, I really could use, like, a Reese's cake or Reese's, uh, Reese's cup, that's it, 
or, you know, a Hershey's bar or anything like that, dude, by all means, continue to, you know, feed your cravings. Don't deny yourself the sweets that you want if you're trying to lose weight because eventually you just come to the point where it's like, oh, ma'am, you know, I'm trying to lose all this weight and I'm really just I'm desperately craving a donut. And it ends up, when you have the donut, you end up feeling so bad about yourself that you end up derailing your entire progress. When really, if you just gave yourself the donut off the first opportunity, when you're like, man, you know, I just ran a mile, but I want a donut, then go get the donut. The important part is you don't eat the donut every time you run a mile. You know, maybe what you end up doing is you say, okay, I want to train to run a 5K this year. You know, you're going from couch to 5K. You're giving yourself, you know, six months to do it. You're going to run in the summer like the damn fool you are. Because why would you run in the summer? It's hot as balls. But, hey, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do, man. It ain't for me, but it could be for you. But when you're at the end, when you finish the 5K, maybe then you get yourself a box of donuts and you go glutton out a little bit, you know? But the important part is you don't, and, like, maybe throughout that point, or maybe throughout the couch to 5k challenge, you know, you get yourself a donut every now and again. The important part is you don't allow it to become the commonplace. You gradually start changing the way you eat. You don't immediately go cold turkey from, you know, eating five pounds of candy every day, which I'm not saying you are, but this is just the example, from going five pounds of candy every day to, you know, eating nothing but salads and soups, and breads, and, you know, artisan goods, all that fun stuff. It's a process. It's slow. It's meaningful. Always consider your growth like a upwards triangle. I get, that's that's not right. An upward hill. That's the word I was looking for. I had triangles stuck in my head, and I was like, yeah, no, that, that makes sense. It didn't make sense. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, I, I partly blame the medicine on this one. It does make me a little bit, like, brain foggish. But, anyway, consider it like a hill. You know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And you have to go, and you start small. You know, make subtle changes, because the more subtle changes you make, the more you're going to want to stick with it. That said, when you start on this journey you're going to also start figuring out some kind of core values and the things that matter to you. And you can start aligning your resolutions with them for a deeper motivation of sorts. And what I mean is, when you start, let's continue with the weight example, and you want to be healthier, and you're starting on this journey, one of the things you might find out about yourself is you enjoy how it feels when you're running on the treadmill, or, you know, you like running in the park and taking time to be in nature. And you discover a new core value about yourself. You know, when I first started working out, and I was, and this is well before I met the Fox Wife, um, but when I decided to take my life back from everything else that had been going on, you know, I didn't feel like I owed anybody anything, I could live my own life, I started hiking, you know. And I think that is one thing in 2023 that I want to do is get back out into the woods and walk around more and bring the fox wife with me. But because I know she would enjoy it to some degree, she might slap me upside the head with a stick and be like, when I say, oh, yeah, 
let's go up this 20 mountain or 20 mile long <laughs> 20 mile long path she'd look at me like i'm crazy <laughs> but you know it's funny we've talked about walking up stone mountain together and i want to do that this year you know we're going to be moving around a lot it's going to be a busy year um but having that opportunity to just climb something like that together and be able to sit up up top and maybe have a picnic and just enjoy ourselves at the peak and just be like, yes, we did it. This is our lives. This is the start of something even stronger for the both of us because we're getting healthier for each other. Like that in itself became a core value for me when I started dating my partner is I had to take better care of myself because I wanted to be around for this person for as long as I could. And to go back to when I first started working out, I realized how much I fucking loved nature, you know, and being out. And even if I was walking the same paths every single day, if you allow yourself to look around, you notice different things. And you know what you do in that? You practice being there in the moment. You practice being, you know, actually somewhere. Because I know for a lot of people, myself included, when everything's moving just so quickly between work, between, you know, traffic, between, you know, drama, between everything else, you don't feel grounded. You don't feel like you're here. You're just shifting through the motions. Time is going by faster and faster. You know, you blink and now all of a sudden it's New Year's Eve for 2025. And you end up like questioning what did I do this whole year? I wasted another year. What I want you to do too is actually sit down and ground yourself. Start being mindful about your current situation. And I'm not going to lie, it's a hard thing to do. You know, it's something that I'm still learning myself and something in which I want to talk more about in the future because I'm reading a book about it right now. That I'm kind of iffy about recommending. So I'm going to kind of keep it on the DL for now. You know, if you want to know about it, just shoot me a DM or an email or whatever. You know, there's plenty of different ways to reach me. But in the book, it talks about, you know, focusing on being here in the moment. You know, and using the power of, like, observation and everything else to ground yourself so that way you're not allowing the other thoughts that are flowing through your head to collude you from, you know, being present. You know, you would acknowledge the thought that's coming through your head, you figure out why it is, and then you let it go. You know, you don't allow your emotions or the flow of the world around you to stop you from being able to be happy, to be, you know, mindful, to be present. Because I'll be honest, I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with. Myself included. You know, going back a little bit. During this vacation, I told you all about this before. But, back during my vacation, I spent a considerable amount of time just resting and trying to sleep. Because I had not allowed myself that opportunity to breathe and relax and just do whatever I want. You know... And that's what got me onto finding a book like this because I was stressed out to high hell. I couldn't figure out what exactly was causing it. I could point to a few specific things 
and be like, oh, this could be it or this could be it. Or the fact that, you know, I was carrying work home with me after, you know, leaving out for the day instead of just leaving it in place. Now, mind you, the nature of my job, I will always carry work with me to some degree, but I don't need to make, you know, the whole journey back home all about the stresses of work and carrying that stress with me and trying to, you know, let it off on the road as I'm getting back. Like, I can just breathe, let it go, understand that the stress may be there when I get back tomorrow, but that's okay. We can handle it tomorrow, and we can handle it with a new, like a new, refreshed mind. That's the important part of all that. And so, you know, I hope in all this, you start to see where you yourself can start building these intentions, not just goals, and where your brain can continue to grow from them and figure out more things about yourself. Because the more you can find out about yourself and the more you can experience the closer you are to finding your happiness in this world. That's my sworn and true belief. You have to experience the world before you know what you want out of it. Otherwise, you're just taking shots in the dark. And there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes we're lucky enough when we hit the bullseye. But that's not the way to live, per se. And mind you, none of the stuff I've really talked about today cost any money. You know, this is all stuff that you can do from the safety of your house, from the safety of a walking trail, from the safety of a gym. Now, mind you, the gym membership, yeah, that that can cost money, you know. But even if you found a cheaper alternative, you know, one thing that I also developed as a core value was the hot shower after a good workout and just taking the time to reflect on what I did and how much I've grown. Even if I go to the gym... Three times a week, okay? And I do the same workout those same three times. Every time I get in the shower, I'm going to be proud about that. Because, you know, today I started with 150 pounds. Tomorrow I was able to get up to 175. And the next day, maybe 200. You know, it is a slow, continual growth. And you need to be able to be proud of that. And a way you can be proud of that is by setting SMART goals. Now, SMART's an acronym. And this, I didn't know, (laughs) you know, originally. Because I, you know, before I started doing research for today's, you know, podcast, I always figured that SMART was just like, hey, don't be a fucking idiot (laughs) about setting your goals. But no, it actually means something. It's specific measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. All those things attribute to your goals. Be specific about it. What do you want to do? So let's, you know, again, use the, you know, common New Year's resolution of you want to get healthy and lose weight, okay? Let's actually make that possible. So instead of saying, hey, I want to get healthy, use a SMART goal. Let's say for the specific You want to lose 20 pounds before 2025. And you know what? Fuck it. You want to lose 25 pounds because you're one of those people that want to go after the year. Good for you. All right? Measurable. You want to be able to track your weight. Allow, go, you know, we talked about this before. Talking about, you know, making investments onto yourself. Get yourself a good scale. You know, it doesn't have to be a $100 one if you don't want it to be. You know, I have a Fitbit scale, which 
I bought years and years ago back when I was living with my old roommate back in like 2016 because I got it for cheap. But I still have that scale. I don't have a Fitbit anymore. But so it doesn't, you know, connect to any of my old stuff. But it's still a good scale. You know, get yourself a solid scale. And every Monday, this is how you're going to do it. Every Monday, you're going to weigh yourself after you go to the bathroom first thing Monday. Okay? Don't weigh yourself every single day. Because here's a fun fact. Your weight can fluctuate up to 5 pounds every single day just based off of water weight. Crazy, isn't it? Or what you've eaten, how much you've digested it. No, I'm not telling you, you know, every Sunday night to starve yourself so that way it looks better on Monday. But no, set yourself with a clear, measurable time and say, hey, every Monday at 7.30 in the morning, because I always poop, you know, (laughs) 7 o'clock in the morning, not saying you do, but you know, whatever. Before you go to work Monday, you weigh yourself. Before you get in the shower, and after you go to the bathroom in the morning. Is it achievable? I think 25 pounds in a year is possible. You know, it's roughly about 2 pounds-ish a month. And I think that's a very accomplishable... If you give yourself, you know, the proper guidance and you actually do some research and figure out, okay, hey, maybe I don't eat as much fast food. Maybe I don't, you know, maybe I replace the coffee in the morning with tea. Maybe instead of energy drinks, I go for water. And I'll tell you this, like, even though I'm a hydro homie to the fullest, dude, water is the best drink you can have. You know why? Because... If your face is oily, drink water. It helps clear, you know, acne. If you feel bloated, water. Water flushes your system. If you feel like if you want to lose weight, water. Same reason. Water is the miracle drink. You don't need any special powders or, you know, slim fast or anything else. Like, do these products have their uses? Of course. But it's similar to taking a vitamin every day. If you are taking an expensive multivitamin every single day, and you eat a varied diet, you are just getting expensive piss. You know, because your body filtrates through everything you don't need and you pee it out. Or you poop it out. Now, that shouldn't be anything to be like, hey... You know, stop taking vitamins, you loser. Because I take a vitamin every day. But I also know I don't eat that varied of a diet 100% of the time as much as I should. You know, if you are just eating fast food every single day, maybe consider getting on a vitamin. You know? Or if there's specific vitamins that you don't get a lot of, like vitamin C, vitamin D, if you're locked in a building all day like I am. You know? Figure out what things you need and cut out the ones that you don't. But all that to say, you don't have to go out and buy fancy, you know, weight loss drugs or anything else, you know, or meal planners. You don't have to fast 
all this stuff is doable. You just have to allow yourself to do it. And that's not, you know, spending any stupid amount of weight or stupid amount of money. Let's say relevant, okay? Is losing 25 pounds relevant to you? I would say so. I think that's relevant to anybody. But is it something that you can actionably do? You know, are you in the mental position to start losing weight? Are you of... Because there's a lot of reasons why, you know, maybe you aren't eating the healthiest. Maybe there's something in your life that's making you unsatisfied that you feel the need to go out and binge eat. And so you put on weight or, you know, you don't, you reach for fast food instead of anything else. Like, I'm not telling you that you can't start losing weight. I just want you to know that you need to be in a good headspace to do so. Because if you are still running for, you know, the tub of ice cream after a long day of work or you're going for fast food and you're not moderating yourself, you know, then you're not going to reach the goals that you want to reach and you end up being harder and harder upon yourself. Again, I'm not going to tell you that you can't go out and do these things, but I want you to know that you need to be okay enough to do so. And maybe there's a couple of extra steps prior to that you need to address first before you start saying, okay, I'm ready to lose weight. And again, I'm going to tell you this too. I am not always the best eater. You know, you can look at my gut. I'm I've lost weight over the years, I can say that, but I haven't lost but I've put some back on. And you know, I can be honest with you and say, "Yeah, no, I'm sipping an energy drink. I have one right now actually." You know, because it was a cloudy day, I was struggling to get up, but when I got up and going, that was my reward. Because I knew I had podcasts to record. And I knew I had stream after the fact. And I wanted to be energized and ready to get to it and get through it. And that's the thing that I needed. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Even though one of my goals for this year is to cut out energy drinks entirely. You know, and cut out soda again because I got lax about, you know, how much soda I was drinking. And drink more water. I already drink like three or four bottles of water while I'm at work, as is. But I don't drink enough water when I'm at home. Because there's, you know, other fun drinks available. And I need to remind myself that, hey, even though if I'm working from home for the day, or I'm, you know, home doing streaming stuff or anything else, like water is just as viable of an option as anything else. And lastly, time bound. You you set actual time bound goals. And you say, okay... In the end of four months, so let's say you're perfectly good to go, you're ready to lose weight, and you say, all right, by the end of the year, I want to lose 25 pounds. That means every, what, four months, three months? Does that sound right? Two months? Every three months-ish, I will say, you need to be you know, down about five pounds. Those are actually time-bound goals. And maybe you're not at five pounds, but you come up with other things that, you know, are measurable. Say, for example, you know, you run a mile now, okay? And you're out of shape, and it takes you 15 minutes to run a mile, okay? 
Now, I can tell you this. When I was running, I didn't have the absolute fastest time, but I could run a mile in probably about six-ish minutes, five minutes, five minutes, 30 seconds, something along those lines. But nowadays, you know, when I run a mile, it's probably closer to like six minutes, 6.30, you know. I definitely have lost some of my stamina that I had back in high school, but I've gained speed mainly because I've, you know, worked out my muscles and all that and I didn't really build my stamina. So the thing for me may be I want to run, you know, a five minute mile again, or maybe for you, you're starting off and you have a 15 minute mile. Well, maybe in two months you want to shave a minute off that time, you know, and you actually, and you have like actionable goals that allow you to do so. So that way, you know, at the start of the month, you know, you run two, three times a week, okay? And every time you run, you know, you don't measure yourself. You know, you just go for the distance. And then on the last day of the month, you actually run a mile and see how long it takes you to run the mile. You know, because again, maybe you don't feel like running a couple of weeks. Maybe you end up doing jumping jacks. Or maybe you, you know, go swimming, you do any other cardio activity, you ride a bike. Everything that you do can get you to that goal faster and quicker, but you shouldn't look at yourself as like a hindrance because you didn't run, you know, maybe, and again, you know, exercise cardio can be done within the house too. You know, I will tell you this, and this is embarrassing as hell, but this is how you know it's honest. I used to dance in my uh, in my bedroom when I was younger, when I was first trying to lose weight, um, mainly because I was upset about my cardio, my inability to like really run for a long time. Um, but I used to dance a lot, you know. I just play music and I dance like no one was there, and it was fun and it was a good way for me to you know lose a little extra weight. I ended up, you know, getting into Zumba classes, ironically enough, as like a 14-year-old with a bunch of 30-year-old women. It was weird, but, (laughs) you know, it was fun. And I learned a lot about, you know, how to move my body in different ways and how to, you know, just be free with myself and allow myself to have fun and do different things. And so, you know, when it all came down to it, it was all things that allowed me to get healthier. You know, maybe you end up lifting weights, or maybe you just clean house one day. You know, just cleaning is an exercise in itself. But all that to say, when it comes to the end of the month, run that mile. Run it and see how much faster you've gotten. Because every little step that you take along that way on that path will get you to a faster time. Now, all of this, all of this, kind of c- like continues on the strategies of goal making. And we kind of breeze through a bunch of different things. But, you know, you end up realizing how to build a actionable goal by doing this kind of stuff yourself. And you can take that and bring it across different other avenues or different avenues of your life. You know... Being able to make smart intentions and goals allows you to then, you know, figure out, 
hey, maybe how to do this business project. Or, you know, how to save money. You figure out how to break large goals into smaller manageable steps. And along the way, you start figuring out how to build in accountability. You know, whether that be friends, whether that be apps and trackers, you know, by having these smart, you know, measurable attributes to your goals, you build in accountability and you build in like a realistic timeline and you learn about how to get over, you know, common pitfalls with it. Because like I said, you're not always going to want to run. You're not always going to want to, you know, get on the treadmill, but you find other ways to get around it and you actually start building yourself up for success. That when you hit these little, you know, fucky-wuckies, you can pick yourself up and keep going. You know, and the most important part of all of this is trying to stay positive. Like, understand that you will fall. You know, going back to our running example, you will trip over yourself once or twice. But the important part is to remember that you're not... You know, that isn't the end. That isn't game over for you. Maybe you end up, you know, snapping an ankle. I hope that doesn't happen to you. I used to twist my ankle all the time to the point where if I snip, like twisted it again in a short amount of time, the doctor thought I was going to have to have reconstructive surgery. I don't know if he was fucking around with me or not, and I was too afraid to find out. <laughs> but I ended up getting into different activities around that time. So that way I could, you know, continuously build myself up, you know, realize that when you can take alternative paths to the same goal, because it's not a straight, you know, it's not a straight hill battle. It's not really, it's not a straight path. It's not a straight line. That's the proper way to say it. You know, No journey is ever going to be from point A to point B. There's going to be bumps along the road, and there's going to be distractions and things that come up. Let's say even going to Walmart, dude. Like, even if you go the exact same path to Walmart every single day, there's going to be differences in the way you get there. Okay, you're going to get there. Maybe you go a little faster. Maybe you go a little slower. Maybe there's some more traffic on the road. Maybe somebody parked in your favorite spot. Maybe you see a friend at Walmart and you talk with them. Maybe you see an enemy and you have to avoid them for a little bit. There's different things. Even though you're going to Walmart to buy, I don't know what the fuck you're buying. Uh, shit. Pizza bites. It's the first thing I could think of. That probably says something about me. But anyway, you're going to buy pizza bites. And you go the same path every single day. That path is never exactly the same. It's like snow. It's similar. And your path, you know, somebody else who lives in your same, you know, apartment complex or housing community or whatever else might go down the same path, but they do it differently. You know, the important part is, is that... There's no such thing as the straight path to success. You're going to run into, you know, uh, potholes. You're going to, you know, run into traffic. You're going to run into things that bump up against you. The important part is, is you don't allow yourself to stop. You figure out how to get around it. You give yourself rest when you need it for sure, but you don't let it stop for you. 
and you continue and you carry on and you get those pizza bites and you bring them back home and you eat them and it's just like, mmm, that's good. But the most important part about all of this, the absolute most important part of all of this is celebrating every step of the way. You know, I, for one, love how much I've grown as a content creator over the past year. I've grown so much more confident in the shit that I do, mainly because, you know, I have more fun with it. You know, did I hit the numbers that I wanted to hit last year? No. But you know what? I branched out and I, you know, experimented and I allowed myself to have more fun. You know, I don't sit in front of the webcam and think, oh man, I, I'm not being funny. I'm not being this. I'm not being that. I'm like, fuck it. I want to have a good time. When I record podcast, you know, there are absolutely times where I sit there and I'm like, ah, shit, that was, that wasn't a good episode. But then all of a sudden I get a message from Mahoro or I get an email or I get a DM that says, Hey, I really appreciate that episode. Thank you for saying that because I didn't think about it like that. You know, or more realistically, new people find the podcast and they start listening in. That, my friends, is the most important part of all of it. You know, I told you at the beginning I'd walk you through some of my resolutions. Okay? My number one resolution for the year is to not stress out as much. I am very much a, you know, controller personality type. If I don't have control of the situation or, you know, I can't account for, like, where things could go wrong, it stresses me out. And it paralyzes me from making, you know, decisions that could be better for me or could be worse. But it stops me. You know, similar to the work shenanigans from a couple of months back, you know, leading up to last week and the week before where I was finally able to relax. Like I realized I had so much stress about me that it was probably doing more damage to me than I cared to admit. So that's why my big goal is to try and remind myself to be present, to be mindful in the things that are happening around me and be, you know, kinder to myself too. You know, don't always get on my ass about, you know, when I forget something or when something slips my mind or, you know, when I feel like I've made a mistake or something like that. Like, it's okay. I can continue on. I can continue growing. Maybe my last podcast episode wasn't great, but hey, this one could be fantastic. It's not the end. You know, and I know I'm kind of build or like blending different elements into different things, but really it's just don't stress, you know, let some things go, let the world's go the way that needs to go for a little bit. Because I know if I was given the chance to make a difference, I could not make the difference that I should be able to make because I let stress control me. And also I got to let some people fuck up a little bit too, you know, Like, I absolutely want to be there for my friends, my family. Whenever they call, I want to be there. 
you know, and this isn't for anyone in particular, you know, but it's something that growing up in an abusive environment, that was the way I needed to be. I needed to have all the answers before anybody asked any of the questions. And it caused me so much paralysis into going into things that I kind of wanted to try doing. Because I'm like, oh, well, this is going to cost me a lot of money. And, you know, what if, you know, what if Adam or somebody else gets into a car accident and needs cash? Or what if my mom calls and her home's being foreclosed upon? What do I do? I need to let that shit go. Like, I will always take care of the Fox wife and myself and my family before I take care of the world. Because they are my world. That like that is the thing I have the immediate impact on. Next step's my work. You know, take care of my community as far as the podcast listeners and the Twitch watchers, you know, or the viewers, the YouTube people. I'll take care of y'all. I will answer, you know, questions and have fun with y'all. And I will continue to come as myself and not somebody else. And then when it comes to work, I will do my best. You know, and then when the day ends, all right, fuck it. That's it. Good job. Pat yourself on the back. And we carry on. You know, that's my number one goal. You know, and to add on top of that, I really, really, really want to by the end of the year. Because earlier on this year, I think it was still last year, when I talked to the Fox wife about this, I made the comment to her. I'm like, you know, this might be my last year streaming. This might be, you know, my last year podcasting. My last year content creating. And she kind of looked at me surprised and she's like, why? I'm like, you know, because when I said by the time I was 30, if I wasn't making money from doing this, I need to find a, you know, more profitable hobby. And she's like, why are you, like, focusing on trying to make money on every single thing that you're doing? Like, you know, we're doing well enough. It's okay to have hobbies that you just talk to people and you play games and you have fun. Like, what would you do otherwise? You know, and I'm like, oh, you know, probably pick up another job or something like that. And she's like, no. You know, you have to allow yourself to have fun and to, you know, have your days where you go off and do silly little things. And, you know, you get so excited when you talk about streaming or talk about chat or talk about podcasts. And I'd hate for you to stop that, you know, and that in that conversation, too, I realize like at the end of the day, if, you know, the viewer base explodes on Twitch If all of a sudden, you know, I caught the lightning in the bottle and, you know, everything goes crazy and I can, you know, stream more and work less, like, that's cool. I'm down with that idea, but I never want it to be, you know, the expectation. I never want it to be, you know, oh, you have to donate. Like, I don't want to be, just to name a name, I don't want to be Dark Side Phil, where... You know, I'm begging people every single time I'm streaming, you know, oh, tips have been pretty low today. You know, super chats, no super chats. I guess you guys don't like this game. Like, I never want to be like that. And so, again, I want to just focus on being me and figuring out more of my core values 
and, you know, growing alongside my partner and realizing that, you know, it's okay to, you know, put my guard down and meet new people and be okay with that. You don't always have to be the best you. That's the most important thing I want. And, you know, I want to go back to the gym. That's the truth. I miss going to the gym. You know, the Fox wife and I are talking about getting a racquetball set and, you know, going to the gym to get, I think that'd be fun as hell because I want her to come with me to the gym. I want her to see, you know, my fun place. And I think a lot of the reason why I stopped going was more than just me being lazy. It was mainly too, because I felt like I was having nothing but trouble, you know, I had that one crazy lady that kept, you know, staring at me and it made me feel uncomfortable. And instead of acknowledging that and doing something about it, I was just like, I'm feeling lazy. I'm feeling this. I'm feeling that. And I stopped. I let somebody else stop my fun. And you know what? That's fucked. I shouldn't have let somebody else stop my fun. And I want to go back to the gym. And if she's there and she starts doing the same shit, fuck her. You know, just be like, all right, that's weird, but you do you. I'm going to I'm going to go play some racquetball with my fiance. You know, or I'm going to go lift some weights. Or I'm going to, you know, talk to somebody else. And if it continues being a problem, then fuck it. I will be that bitch and I will go up to the front desk and be like, "Hey, this old lady's giving me a hard time. I don't care if it looks like, you know, weird as hell that a 29-year-old's complaining about like a 69-year-old, but fuck it." I deserve the same rights as anybody else that's in that gym. And this, this right here, chat, well, listeners, whatever, I need to come up with a name for y'all. My little bloomsies, you know, is the key thing. I want you to realize what your worth is and don't allow anybody else to stop you from feeling the way you feel and doing the things that you need to do to be happier. Granted, if it's illegal, all right, no, 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 I ain't ain't advising that. That's not smart. Don't do that. (laughs) But that's the goal. That is my goal for the year, is to be the most real version of me that I can be. Because I'm turning 30 this year. There's nothing I can do to stop that. But you know what I can do? Enjoy this last year to the fullest. In last year, 20s, I should say, to the fullest. I'm going to live much longer than this. Knock on wood. (laughs) Just raising death flags left and right. But, you know, I'm going to continue on past this. And I want to look back at this year and be like, damn, I did a lot of fun stuff. And you know what? It's already shaping up to be a fun year. You know, I have my trip in April to California to be a part of Toho Fest. I have, you know, my trip in May to go back to Epicor and to stand proudly and learn and grow and, you know, network. And then more importantly than that, I have, you know, stream anniversaries coming up. I have podcast anniversary coming up in February. I have countless opportunities to hang out with my amazing partner. I have countless opportunities to hang out with you guys and give you more quality podcasts. Like, this year, even though there's shit going on, there's so much good that can still be done. 
And that is what I'm choosing to focus on. Because what I do here, what I talk to you about on podcast and everything else that, you know, we talk about on stream. Those are all things that I'm able to control right here and now. And I can inspire you to do the same because I can't change the world. Not right now, not how I am. However, I can help build a community that helps heal the world just a little bit. And that community is growing more and more every single day. And I am so fucking proud of everybody out there that listens to this. Not because you're listening to my podcast, but because you are choosing yourself. And that is the coolest fucking thing I can ask for. But anyway, I do have to end things off. It has officially been an hour. Ooh. I'm proud of myself. I didn't think I'd be able to last. But I do have to get to stream. Uh, So, remember, you can find me in the night skies across different platforms. You've got Phantasma Plumes on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. You can listen to Plumescast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. RIP to Google Podcast and YouTube in the form of pods and you can email the show directly by sending it to plumescast at gmail.com that email again is plumescast p-l-u-m-e-s-c-a-s-t at gmail.com or if the podcast is enough plumes for you find more topics such as technology and manga Mondays over at phantasmagoria of plumes blogspot.com that URL one more time phantasmagoria of plumes.blogspot.com. And before I say thank you, I do want to say, bro, I want to make a website this year. I will I really want to, you know, just so I can put all the shenanigans and stuff. I want to continue writing blogs. Like I can't tell you how much energy I now have going into this and having, you know, more fun with this. I want to continue to have fun with y'all. We will have more fun. And I hope you are looking forward to 2024 alongside me as I am looking forward for it for you. Because I want to hear what you do. I want to see what you do this year, dude. You're going to make me proud. And I'm already proud of you for it. But thank you all so much for listening in. And as always, I'll talk to you again from the stars very soon. Till next time, everybody. Crush 2024. I want to know what your goals are. Tell me all about them. Bye-bye.